Welcome to episode 449 of Salcedo Paranormal, and tonight I'm sharing true paranormal stories from the web. As always, you can find all episodes of the show along with links to social media and other ways to contact me at the podcast page, and that is salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. That's S-A-L-S-I-D-O paranormal.podbean.com. Always happy to hear from you all, whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions or stories of paranormal experiences. Whether they're your own or from others that you trust, happy to either read those or have you join me on the show to talk about them. Thank you all for listening, whether you are here for the live streams on Discord or if you listen on the podcast or YouTube feeds or on the Trouble Minds Radio Network, KUAP digital broadcasting. There you can hear replays of two episodes of the show every night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, right before Troll Lines Radio comes on. Um, and also you can hear it at different points throughout the day as well. Um, there's Throughout the day there's all different shows, uh, basically randomized, all the different people that are on the network. Um, you may catch some of my shows just by listening to the station throughout the day as well. Um, I want to thank Michael Strange, host of Trouble Minds Radio, as well as Liam Martin, host of the Exiled Minds podcast, for producing all these shows and putting them up on the station. If you'd like to support the show, there are a few different ways to do that. You can always share the show with others and rate and review the show on your podcast platform of choice. Also, uh, if you would like one extra episode per month, maybe more in the future, uh, you can join the Patreon. And there you will, um, for joining any of the tiers, the membership tiers, you will get one extra True Paranormal Stories from the Web episode every month, starting uh, on the 3rd of August. That's when the first one of those will drop. And uh, I may do more in the future, uh, but I want to always have at least one of those episodes uh, uh, showing up on probably the first Thursday of every month. So um, that is the plan for that. And uh, and then, of course, if you just want to make a one-time direct donation, you can... Uh, I have links for PayPal and Venmo. And um, so and all those links can be found on the podcast pages in the Discord and the YouTube episode descriptions, podcast episode descriptions. And... Um, I always appreciate any help you all can provide. It's never expected, but um, can definitely definitely always use it. There's always expenses in doing these shows when it comes to uh, equipment and research materials and then travel expenses. Uh, this year I'm going to the Mid-Michigan Paracon in Mount Pleasant at the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. And that's a weekend event uh, starting on uh, this, that Saturday and ending that Sunday. I will be there for that, looking forward to that, and uh, doing some recordings of myself and then anyone else who uh, is there who volunteers to uh, maybe share their stories of paranormal experiences or their thoughts on the paranormal. And then I'll, um, with some help from friends, obviously, I will be uh, sharing those on uh, future shows after I get back from that. So um, I think that takes care of everything. And... Uh, so I think that means I can get on to the stories here. 
So let's see. Again, thank you all for listening. Um, and uh, yeah, just uh, thank you all for um, supporting the show whenever way you can, whenever you can. So uh, this first story says, this happened in Washington State. I was 17 at the time. My then boyfriend and I were in his car driving down a major highway. I noticed a man near the median. He was Caucasian with bleach blonde hair, uh, chin length, uh, chin length, I guess, okay, uh, wearing a sleeveless red jersey and yellow shorts. He looked as if he had come straight out of the 70s or 80s. His arm was outstretched, trying to get our attention. Then, when I blinked, he disappeared. There was no vehicular accidents in that area at the time. I am still hoping to see the man again. I have passed by the area on countless occasions since then. So that's a short one, but that sounds like what what it's described there. It sounds like they saw something, they saw someone, and um, and then they just through the natural course of being human, they happened to blink, and they were gone. Not just moving away or anything like that. Um, blink is pretty fast. So that really is amazing. Now, was that was the writer seeing into a different time? Um, or were they seeing either the residual energy of a person that had been there, maybe a lot? Or did they see the spirit of someone uh, there? It's hard to say, but it definitely doesn't seem possible uh, for it to have been a person basically there and then just vanishing without it being something paranormal uh, in in that if they're on this, basically, um, I forget if it said it, they're on a highway, but if they were in an area where the the writer knows that they couldn't have just gotten away, uh, then that really is amazing, just to uh, think of that. And that's not um, that is a type of uh, of experience where people see things and then they're just gone, and they don't see them vanish. They don't see them fade out or vanish in a, a flash of light, which those are other kinds of experiences. Um, sometimes. They'll, people will see things and then they'll just be gone. So, um, who knows the story behind that? I wonder if that man really was from the 70s or 80s. Uh, just like the writer thought based on their clothes. And I, I'm just... But you also have to think, there are people, and I've heard this, I don't know this really firsthand because I don't pay attention to to fashion or clothes or all those things, but I've heard that there are people in the present day that dr- like to dress, um, like to wear clothes that make them look like they're from decades earlier. So, and really, I mean, a shorts and a jersey, that's not... I wonder what else it was about the figure that made the writer think that they were from the 70s or 80s, because really, unless it was a... a team jersey that was not not, or not around now um 
again, I don't know. Not that I'm doubting intentionally the on purpose the uh, the testimony or whatever the the account of the writer there, but just considering all the possibilities there, who knows? So um, it's amazing some of those short stories you can still go so many ways with uh, so little material overall. But uh, yeah, so I think I'll move on from from that one to the next story here. And uh, I think I may have to move a couple of my icons on my desktop around because there's one that looks a lot like the other. And I almost clicked on it, and that would not have been the best thing. So, uh, anyway. Uh, this next one says, My brother and I were living on a small farm. It had a pond and some trees. One night, while walking on the property, we noticed an object streaking across the sky. The object was silent and appeared long without blinking lights. Suddenly, a bright white light came from the object and shined directly at us. We were startled by this and quickly left the area. We rarely talk about the incident anymore. I got another short one, but... Um, really amazing there. It sounds like they were noticed uh, by whatever that was. And um, I don't know. Doesn't sound like a typical aircraft. And um, I don't think I've ever heard of uh, craft being able to just sort of send down a beam of light at people while it's flying off in the opposite direction that is i think that's seems odd to me i could be wrong but um but really amazing there that experience i'm glad that it was just light i'm glad that nothing else happened um but uh at least the writer has had a witness there with them too so that they know they weren't just um exaggerating at least not likely to be just exaggerating or whatever uh, as to what that was, who knows? They didn't say it had wings or anything like that. Um, so, sounds like it was just, I guess, a tube of some kind? Metal tube? I don't know. But, um, really odd story there, an experience. As always with these stories, I, I always wonder about the history of an area. Um, and any other sightings of similar objects in the air. And experiences people may have had so but uh, of course it's the, the writer doesn't say where they're at except for just Washington State um, I believe was it the Washington State or am I thinking of the first one I better check on that because I don't know no it doesn't say where they were at the Washington State thing was from the first story can't keep my story straight but so yeah we have no idea where that was that took place at but um, again the history of an area, I always wonder about that because um, I've heard other shows, other people on other shows who look into these things as well. They'll get a story from an area and then they'll go look into it and they'll find out that there have been other strange things that happened in, in a, a certain area going years back. So that's one of those things I always think of now whenever, basically for all these stories, uh, whenever I come across them is what else has been going on there 
uh, that the writer is not aware of. So, uh, moving on to the next story. And let's see here. I fixed that problem I had with the icons, so that's good. Uh, this one says, I am an electrical engineer. I was on a work trip from my own village to another in the UK, along with another electrical engineer. While driving back home, I noticed a man walking through an old, overgrown field. The man was wearing a long black trench coat, which seemed out of place on a hot day in the countryside. As we approached a bend in the road, the man disappeared. My coworker also saw the man and asked if I had seen him too. I looked back at the field, but the man was nowhere to be seen. The grass in the field was yellow and dead, making it unlikely for the man to be hidden or injured. There were no other cars around, and the sighting remains unexplained. I'm wondering whether the incident could be paranormal or just a man walking through the field. <clears throat> and again, you have this, uh, this figure that is just there and then gone. Um, that thing about fields, though, there's a lot of stories I've heard over the years about different strange apparitions or, or figures seen in fields and around fields. Uh, any, anywhere from cryptids to figures in sort of what you might think of as like fancier clothes. In other words, not clothes that you would wear while you're working in a farm or in a field. Uh, like suits and jackets and all those kinds of things. Um, and this is just, uh, I think this is probably maybe the first one, I believe, that I've shared on my show, I think, at least that I can remember anyway. But um, that does pop up in other shows I've listened to before. Just this m weird sighting of a, of a figure that doesn't seem to match their environment that then vanishes. So... Um, I don't know how to explain that, obviously, but also I don't know what the connection is to the field. Maybe you have to look into each individual case um, to know that. I don't know, but uh, that is a uh, odd sighting there. I've heard of um, figures even seeming to either walk or float above all of the um, the corn or other whatever else is in the field just floating above it or walking above it uh which doesn't make sense if it's a whole field full of um of of material of plants so uh yeah i don't know what that's about but uh there's just another example of possible weirdness connected to fields so moving on here this next one says I recently visited my aunt and uncle. Their house has a small patio next to the living room, separated by a big window. My uncle greeted me once I got there in, on the patio. I stayed in the living room, talking with a cousin while they played on a computer. 
Then, while looking out through the window, I noticed a girl entering the patio. She then sat on a chair with her back facing me. At first, I thought she was another one of my cousins. I thought of going to greet her, but found it strange, as only my uncle was on the patio when I arrived. So I decided not to approach and went to find my aunt. I asked about my other cousin, a young girl. My aunt said that she wasn't home at the time. My uncle also didn't see anyone else on the patio when I asked him about, about it later. So that's where the story ends. I hadn't really planned it like this, I never really do, but a lot of, um, other than that one UFO story, a lot of apparitions in this uh, in this episode today. And um, I wonder when this figure left. Um, I'm guessing it was gone by the time that the writer left, the, went back home to wherever their home was at. But, um, and, and again, the uncle didn't see this figure get out, get into the patio or onto the patio and sit down, which sounds like he was there at the time. So maybe it wasn't a regular sort of a, I wonder if anyone else would have seen this figure or if the writer was somehow just sensitive or even if they were only sensitive given the right conditions for just that moment somehow. Um, does seem like no one else noticed anything, so... But, uh, yeah, odd story there. Um, and I'd wonder about... Sounds like they, the, they figured out it wasn't their cousin, so... But let me see here. Um, okay. So I'll go on to the next one here. This one says, I toured Mexico in June of 2023, with the last stop being my father's family in a large village. The family decided to visit a couple of churches one day. My sister and I were leaving a church when we noticed a nun walking out behind us. My sister mentioned that she had never seen a nun in real life before. We exited the church and went into a long alley with no other exits until the end of the buildings. The family followed us about 20 seconds later and called out to us. When my sister and I turned around to walk back to our family, the nun had vanished. We were surprised and couldn't believe how fast she disappeared, considering it was an alley and we could hear every movement. I told my family about the incident but the family that had lived in the area for over 50 years seemed skeptical. They then explained that nuns haven't been seen in that area for over 20 years due to a tragic incident and the execution of nuns in the area a long time ago. I have researched and found similar accounts of people experiencing the same thing in that general area. I'm not sure what to make of it all. So that's the end of that story. And um, again, 
this, these vanishing figures. Uh, it's really amazing when you have people on either side of this figure, and then you know there's only one way in or out. Um, it's almost, I don't know, I don't think that everything is a, is a trick, or that everything that people see is an is, is a entity trying to trick them, but even if it's not so meant to be a trick so much, maybe it could just be meant to be some kind of message, like, hey, there's more going on in this world than just uh, than you may think. Um, or again, as always, it could be just they were able to sense this person who was also in that area, but in a different time period. And then those two time periods were connecting, but then they just separated and she was gone. But, um, yeah, odd story there. I don't know. It's really funny how a lot of these, some nights, the stories are all different. And uh, this one, there's a lot of them that are similar. So, let me look at this next one and we'll see uh, how long it is. Yeah, that looks too long. <laughs> I'm just going to guess that's too long. So, um, so yeah, neat stories there tonight. Um, just with a lot of uh, visual, a lot of sightings. And uh, just, then they vanish. So, um, that's always an amazing thing, too. If, if, and especially in cases where there's no time. There's, there's not much time in between the sighting and the dis disappearance. And um, that's, that's just something you see. Again, what, four of the five stories tonight? Well, okay, three of the five stories um, that happened in three of the five stories tonight. There was the apparition of the girl on the patio that the writer never actually saw leave or vanish. But um, you had the nun, and then you had the guy in the field, and uh, you had that first story, the guy on the side of the road. So, again, all figures that are there one moment, and then not long after, gone the next. Uh, really is amazing. And it really, when you consider all the possibilities there, again, uh, distortions or anomalies, anomalies in time, where it's only, um, this nun is only vi visible, or these figures are only visible, uh, for a short amount of time, and they're still in their own place in time, but they're just appearing somehow. Uh, and then, um, yeah, really, really neat stories. So thank you all for listening. Again, as always, um, whenever I have guests on the show, um, I always include the links to their own their own projects, and I would always suggest you all go check all those out. Uh, I always include those links in every episode where there are um, there are guests that join me, and they're all friends. I, I, I'm very lucky to have a lot of amazing friends that uh, are also doing amazing things. So uh, please check all those out. And again, please um, check out uh, the Trouble Minds Radio Network, KUAP Digital Broadcasting. A lot of great shows on there. And uh, like I already said, Trouble Minds Radio, the Exile Minds Podcast, and uh, all the others, I don't really want to uh, go into naming all of them because I'm going to leave one out and then feel bad after. So, but um, and then you can find, like I said, if you listen throughout the day, you can hear different episodes from all of us that are on the network, um, and you never know what you'll get, which is really actually 
a lot of fun in a way. So, um, but thank you all for listening, and I will talk to you all on the next episode of Salcedo Paranormal. Take care.